0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray Fox, and this week I am the Chief Operating Officer of Taylor. Trimming an inch, look out, rip. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have this awesome pair of yellow shorts, like... I love them. They're very plain, but I still love them despite Mm -hmm. the plainness. And I thought, okay, I'm going to get myself a second pair of shorts. But in the pandemic times, I had to shop online. So I found like the same brand and the same size and I ordered them. But of course you can't try them on online and they came and they're kind of the same size, but they're baggier and they're longer. And I've been wearing them like that for a while, but today I decided nope, I am going to get out the sewing machine and I'm going to like taper them a little bit and then I'm going to maybe hem them. So I got out the old sewing machine and then Sherry showed me all the things I needed to do again because it never sticks in my head. Poor Mrs. Dunford from Family Studies would be like.
1: But there's so many, there's so many. things, right? Like
0: there's so many bits <laughs> yeah. and pieces and I can make a mini pizza. So that stuck with me from family studies, but Right. Yeah. Sewing machine 101 did not. However, I did. I got well when the sewing machine was set up. <laughs> then I got to trimming and cutting and, you know, tapering and stuff. And just like with any little project, I do, there was lots of stitch ripping and re-sewing and re-ripping and re-sewing, but they're, they're, they're finished. I think they're, they're finished now. So, you know, <laughs> measure twice, stitch eight times. I yes. think that's the way it goes. <laughs>
1: that, I've heard that said before. Yes. Yes. That is, that is the old adage.
0: I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Yeah. So now I got a sweet pair of shorts again. I mean, they were sweet anyway, but now they're a little more, a little more my style. Excellent.
1: That Uh sounds like a win, sir.
0: Totally. Totally.
1: Well, well, folks, I am, um, I am Paul French, and today I am the chief educational officer of (laughs) of School Days some children oh. have overreacted to online learning and dad admonish admonishes yet suffers. <laughs> um, so, uh, so we have a, a week before the kids go back to school and, um, we are having sort of a hybrid approach around here. Um, you know, the, uh, the grade two teacher is like, yeah, you know, here's the, like they're, they're all doing an amazing job with it. And, uh, You know, and but it was, you know, today was kind of a we'll have a a Zoom meeting in the morning and then they're going to kind of work on their own, which means the 11 year old works on her own and then brings stuff to me when she's confused. And then when I say maybe we could add a little more detail to the to the writing in this, it's um, met with uh, met with tears and screeches and and. um, And uh, and with the seven-year-old, it really means that I'm pretty much there the whole time. So it's a good thing that she uh, was nosy to the grindstone this morning and and got everything done in the first couple of hours. And um, we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think they're looking at having um, um, full teaching blocks. And uh, and it's been said that well, we can either you know just leave the Zoom open while they do their work or. You know, you can, um, they can, you know, there'll be some instruction and then they can go away and do their work and come back. So I'm thinking that might be a bit better. We'll see. It's only till Friday. It's only till Friday. Fingers crossed.
2: You should start talking with the other parents next time you have to do something like this and start putting over unders who's got, whose kid's going to start screaming and crying first.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, it it, it won't be my seven year old. That's for sure. uh (laughs) Um, but yes, I I was deemed to be among among the worst um, when I su- when I suggested <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> when I suggested that the one sentence answer really didn't give any detail and uh, and what was being looked for was 100% detail and uh, and it was like you know a couple more sentences. You know, how do you think this works? And uh, we went over it. We discussed it. And I said, great, write that down. And uh, and she's like, I don't know how to write that. It's like, well, you know what we just did. Write that. So, yeah.
2: Were you asked how many more sentences? Like, how many do you want? Three, four, two? What can I get away
1: with? I was like, as many as it takes or or, or as few as it takes. But uh, but, you know, the question will actually be answered. (laughs) But they want to know how much they have to do. Oh, I know. (laughs) You're not helping that. (laughs) And and I'm like, if you can if you can answer the question properly in three words, three words will be enough. (laughs) Yeah, I am literally the worst.
0: (laughs) I feel for you making them
1: think. Tomorrow. that's okay. It's only till Friday. <laughs> only till Friday. I
0: hope to God that is true. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All I know is that tomorrow my water bottle is going to be filled and drank from a lot. Is yes. it going to be water? I'm not saying.
1: Here. <laughs> so far. <laughs>
2: as far as you all know, it is.
1: Exactly. Uh, as they say, tomorrow is another day.
2: That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. What? I have to do this again? Oh, crap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Indeed. Over to you, sir.
2: Well, I'm Al Cidano, and this week I have been a prisoner of wisdom wrenching oh, no. and seething dentures out of mouths. Oh. Because I was at the dentist last Wednesday getting two of my wisdom teeth pulled because, well, it's not just their wisdom teeth. One has a cat had a cavity and one was broken. Yeah. So those suckers had to go. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, the other t- the other week, it's kind of fun since I already had four of them taken out. So <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we're done with that now.
1: Yes, hopefully there are no more wisdom teeth to come up behind the other wisdom teeth
2: exactly like i've had enough <laughs> but this time was really good it, literally the dentist i mean everything else that i was there for was around the pulling of the teeth but the pulling the teeth part took less than five minutes one of them just popped right out and the other well, one which took is about funny because
1: they always say something difficult is like pulling teeth but in this case <laughs> not so <laughs> much easy yeah
2: yeah but the thing was afterwards i mean uh, my face was all numb for hours afterwards uh... from what they gave me and trying to speak, but I was like, don't just, like, I have no idea what you're saying. I've just started typing things on my notes on my phone and shoving it uh, in her face.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I remember when I was 12, having a, bu- like, I had a bunch of extractions uh, for orthodontic work, and, um, and they took out, like, four teeth or something, and, um, it's no wonder I still have my wisdom teeth. There was plenty of room for them. <laughs> and, um, and I just remember showing up at a friend's house and and, and uh, afterward, and my cheeks were just, like, as jowly as one gets. And he was just like, like, and this is like, we're, we're 12 years old. He's like, what did they do to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
2: kind of how I felt
1: afterwards. So, yeah. It's like, I can, it's
2: like, I can open my mouth. I can almost get a finger in there.
1: Oh, dude. I, I mean, dude. now I can do it
2: a bit more, but still not fully. <laughs> Oh, that's rough. And of course, since I had it the night before, the day, done the day before New Year's Eve, she was like, "And you can't drink anything for the next several days." I'm like, "Oh crap! I should have planned this better."
1: Yeah, this was poorly scheduled. <laughs> like this, what idiot did this? Oh yeah, pass me <laughs> that jackass. Uh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> so. Yeah, some fun, huh?
2: Oh yeah, we.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so here we are now a full week into the new year. Wait, carry the one. Yes, something like that. Yeah, totally. Because math, because (laughs) math. Yeah, so um, tonight we are celebrating the return of Barry Kitson to Legion. Oh, yeah. Yay! And um, yeah, the cover, the cover credit reads merely Alan Grant and Barry Kitson. Uh, That's five words that I just love. Yeah,
0: totally. I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so uh, inside we uh, learn that the story is indeed brought to us by Alan Grant and Barry Kitson as advertised on the cover. Um, so it is writer and co-plotters and artists. So, uh, Kitson was getting to have a, a bit more to do with it these days. And, um, and I wonder how similar that workflow was to, uh, you know, when Giffen was, uh, was, was kind of laying it out and plotting and, um, but, and, and now, now Kitson gets to do that and that, that's gotta be fun. Um, Laverne Kinzerski remains the colorist, Gaspar is the letterer, <laughs> and Young Mighty Art is the editor.
0: <laughs> Someone um, was feeling a little old that day and wanted to, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: And this one, um, is titled Doomsday.
2: <laughs> uh, that might be a title that we're using in a few years on one of their other titles. The exactly,
1: other time, yeah, exactly. Maybe something um, with the key. And uh, so we have, um, uh, we have, it looks like a, sort of a Kound, um playground. Um, totally. <laughs> or, you know, like uh, like the, uh, what, what did they call it? The Gladiator, uh, the arena. The
2: Challenge Courts.
1: Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> At least that's and, what I remember.
1: Yeah, and um, so they're fighting, and these two, two red dudes, uh, one with the mohawk, one with, um, uh, yeah, I don't fat know what mohawk. he's rockin'. Yeah, yeah. Um, At last I have you where I I have always wanted you, Commander Devla. At my mercy, flans, goes the Kirby Crackle. Um, mm-hmm. And he is Goder, as we learn, because it, uh, the other guy, guy says, You fool, Goder," And he flaxum. <laughs> him. And then he says, you should have made sure of your own abilities, womp, before you insulted your superior. I am not finished yet, says Godur. Uh, I applaud your courage, says uh, Commander Devla. He says, I'm sure it comes in very handly, handy. Mortal combat, you demanded. Mortal it shall be. And he gets some energy up in his fist, uh, which he's been kind of iron fisting the whole time and um and he's got him <laughs> on the ground and he said and he lifts up the fist and he says die you know, what he really means to say is finish him because it is mortal combat after all
0: totally victory.
1: yeah and um these guys have uh, undergone some color changes red on the front uh, pink on that second page and in this one it is the <clears throat> it is clearly the uh uh, Kirby crackle that is making them red. Um, and another coon comes up and says, "Commander Devla, the Emperor would speak with you." What? You dare to interrupt a combat on the Challenge Court? Let this serve as a lesson. And he thwacks him in the face. And, <laughs> and it looks now like, he's yellow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he says, "Now where were we? Goder Ah, uh, yes, die, Sklutch Which clearly ends that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That smushes. No
0: one comes back from a slutch.
1: No, no, no. A sclutch is uh, is pretty much the end, isn't it? Um, totally. Yeah. So uh, everyone's good kill, commander. Well done, sir. Uh, what else are you going to say? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, he says, I will be in control. Should anyone else wish to impugn my leadership qualifications? And he goes in, and uh, we see the uh, the emperor saying, "Devla, you kept me waiting." All hail Emperor Arkan. My apologies. A challenge had to be dealt with. How goes the construction of our device? Well, sire, our patrols are keeping all other craft at a distance, and our masking shields ensure no one even suspects we're here. The scientist, is he cooperating? Professor <laughs> Professor Rintintin. <laughs> <laughs> and that for folks who aren't reading along with us is rn apostrophe tnt apostrophe n um so you know if he's making a bomb it is also appropriate but yes we and yeah you'll understand why in a moment let me demonstrate bring him to me you heard the commander slave move the bomb he wears guarantees his total obedience. Jeez, <laughs> oh, they're even, they even going with the puns. Um, if he even tries to escape, as soon as he is out of range of its monitors stabilizers, kaboom! Um, sorry, habit. Um, <laughs> and uh, and and yes, it turns out Rincenton is a dog. He looks like a schnauzer. Um, yeah. I thought,
2: see, here's the thing. I thought he looks more like a giant rat. He looks more like Splinter. <laughs> he does a bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, I can totally yeah. see that.
2: I can see him going, no, no, you no, you want Dr. Canis over from Commandy. No, no, I'm
0: <laughs> from Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong
1: comic.
0: I'm in the wrong comic. <laughs> I can teach you how to, I can teach Kung Fu, but not Bob. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, and he says, uh, show the Emperor your toy and be quick about it. And he Swacks him, so it's not quite a scratch. Um And he says, ahem, uh, "This is, ahem, great emperor. Uh yeah, ahem, uh, great emperor. This is my micro model of my doomsday device, which entirely of my own free will I have decided to call the Devla Doomsday Device." <laughs> You will call it the Varnan Doomsday Device. Oh, this guy sounds familiar. Um, yes, sir. Uh, now, this sphere represents a planet on the same scale. Catch, soldier, <laughs> and the guy catches it. I activate the dev. I mean the Varkan device. Its rays strike the sphere, which, as you'll recall, represents a planet, warping its gravity field beyond all known stress factors, squeezing it out of existence. Squit. And I think that that, um, takes the
0: guy with it. Yeah, we're pretty sure the soldier's never seen again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that, uh, um, don't you just love it, sire? Imagine what the full-size machine will do when we turn it against the Dominion. Every world under their control will be destroyed. The Kunz will rule the stars. Excellent, Devla, just bear in mind, if it fails, you die.
2: Oh, by the way, he does look more like a dog on this page now.
1: Yeah. Um, is it Planet Ogen? I think uh, so. Yeah, Ogen, Ogen, one of the two. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was that or, or, or if that was a G or a B.
2: Um, I've heard of It's, o, like, it's, a, G, it's yeah. a little smudgy,
1: yeah. Okay. Um, you have wined, you have dined. What more can we offer the great heroes who have saved our world? Girls, Clyde. Real pretty dancing girls, says Lobo, with not a lot of clothes on. <laughs> and Faze says he's behaving like a pig. What else is new, Fay says Telepath. And um, and Lady Quark says, I agree. He's a disgrace to Legion insignia. I su- but I suppose we are not responsible for his social behavior. It's this mudball world I feel sorry for. If what I read in that Kun's mind was true, they might all perish. The Doomsday Device. What do you think docs will do about it? Hmm. Um, Woo! Entertain me, baby, and uh, we get a uh, yellow-skinned dancing girl. Um, looks kind of like Charma. <laughs> um, yeah, it's
0: true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, he's uh, this hero shtick ain't as bad as I thought. Bore. Uh, it says. Uh, it says back. He says. Uh, I don't think Doc should do anything about about it. Faze, Kundia and the Dominion are legally at war. As an officially recognized conf- conflict, it's beyond our jurisdiction. Well, let's go home and pa- let's pack up and go home, says telepath. <laughs> um, uh, the words of a weakling telepath, Doc should destroy the device and then stand against all kundia if need be. Move over, sweet chips. The main man's coming aboard, uh, says uh, Lobo to the dancing girls. as he climbs up on the table. This is disgusting, says Beck. He's making us look ridiculous, which is something from Garen Beck. Um, he says, I'm going to teach the, uh, the jerk a lesson in good manners. Garen, no. You're not siding with that grok are you, Lady Quark? I side with no one. I told you, Doc's placed me in charge of this mission. And one thing I learned from my short acquaintance with Larissa Maller is to discourage in team fighting. Now sit down. Um, and Garve says, Strata, if Lobo's upsetting you, I'll pound some sense into him. It's not him, says Strata. It's Larissa. I can't make myself believe I'll never see her again. Perhaps you should help, let yourself have a good let yourself go. Have a good cry, says Garve. <laughs> and then, <clears throat> Miss Strata, private call for you. You can take it in the other room. Poor kid, says, uh, thinks Garve. It breaks me up inside to see her hurting like this. And it's, Mar- it's Mary Jane. Uh, Mary Jane, is something wrong? Lydia Dox claims he's trying to help her, but she's in agony. He says he's deprogramming her. Hmm, when he programmed the Kaluans, he added something of his own, a charisma enhancement factor, which made them obey him. He may try the same trick with her. That's monstrous, says ca- uh, Captain Comet. Is there no way we can stop him? Knowing Dox, no. <laughs> Perhaps we could appeal to his better nature. Captain Comet, Frill Dox doesn't have a better nature. What you see is what there is. Very true. Well, yeah, and Dox walks in. Well, well, what have we here? Strata, summon the others for briefing. As for you two, out. This is official business, and we know neither of us is an official member. That poor child, says Mary Jane. We can't just leave her. We must challenge Dox, says Comet. (laughs) No, is right. I know from experience that Dox is ruthless, manipulative, and immune to both pleas and advice. Maybe so, but he's a sentient being. He's capable of change. Look at her. (laughs) A child in adult form, a blameless victim of others' power games. She's, and uh, Mary Jane says, she's in such pain. (laughs) And for what? Freed from the computer tyrants, only to become the slave of real docs? So we're not members of Legion. Lydia is none of our business. Perhaps we can do nothing. But common decency demands that I at least speak my mind. I won't compromise you, Mary Jane. I will put it to docs. And if he reacts badly, I will take the brunt of his anger. And um, Mary Jane thinks he's so noble. I wonder, would Garen have done the same thing? No. Uh, Captain Comet, wait. Uh, We're in this together. And she takes his hand. Uh I yeah. a little love match. They're popping up all over this issue. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Actually, Garen might have done something similar, but the thing is, it would have been in the middle of all the other whining, so Doc would just not have noticed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, grief. oh, Beck, will he ever win? Um, all right, there we go. I'm just moving the mic so I can face this better. All right, so uh, fortunate our captured craft is programmed with the device's coordinates. Let me remind you what Doc said, says Lady Quark. We will only have one chance. If we fail, the consequences will be disastrous. But it's crazy, says Beck. Only Docs could come up with a scheme like this. <laughs>
0: there yeah. we go. He's starting yeah. to come back. He's coming back, back
1: to yeah. us. <laughs> you don't like it, Fragface? Butt out, says Lobo. In fact, I'll help you on your way. Lobo, enough, says Lady Quark as she gets in between them. You wouldn't want to miss out on all the action, would you, Lobo, says Faze. And Stratus says, please, we really can't afford for anything to go wrong. Lady Quark says, "Let's go over it one more time." And uh, we see the Kund's captain vessel approaching on a flight path to the Varkan device. They are not authorized. This is Defense Control. Identify yourselves or be blasted into dust. And um, and uh, Lobo uh, has their um, Kund prisoner. And he says, "That's your cute your clue. Yeah, that's your cue, Clyde." Wow, that was tough. That's your cue, Clyde. There we go. Mess it up and I'll rip your ugly head off. Captain, this is patrol craft case 514. Uh, Where in Kundia do you think you're going? This space is off limits. You're ahead, Clyde. Well, Captain, we need aid. We've been hijacked and thack. um, Blast. To your position," says Lady Quark. Lobo, and he's still kicking the guy's ass. Uh, he says, "One, one sec, Lady Q. I got a promise to keep. Whoop, crunch <laughs> and crack. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's go.
2: On his word.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, he, he had a promise to keep. Inform all gunners. Say the other, the uh, coons on the other ship. Independent fire. And um, and they're they're running. Um, and Faye says, hurry up, hurry it up, they'll be in range any second. Into the life pods, move it. Lobo, yo. And uh, we hear, again. here they come. The instruments are picking up no sign of the doomsday device. These coordinates had better be balking correct. They're getting our range. Pew, 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 pew. and And the ship goes through, bam. Everybody ready? Life pods away, and out they all spew. Um, the extra pods will confuse the, uh, the Kundian radar. I just hope we've done the right thing, says Beck. The screens so n- show nothing at that location. Our teammates have vanished. Uh-oh, and there is a And That does not look good for the ship.
0: Nope. Blammo.
1: Yeah. In my dream, I'm with all my friends, and we see, uh, um, stealth surrounded by FaZe, Larissa... And Strata, who looks, like, huge in that picture. (laughs) Yeah. Unless huge in the next one. Um, We're happy. It's a dream, though, you know. Uh, We're happy. I'm happy I have my baby. My beautiful baby. My blood child. Even Docs can't take him away from me now. And then it all goes wrong, and we see it turn into Docs. And she wakes up. No!
0: I mean, you can't blame her.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Exactly. A little
2: prophetic there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Phew, just a nightmare. Serves me right for eating that sweet little beast. And there's a snap in the in the woods behind me, something in the trees. And it is, uh, looks like furball with teeth.
0: I know. Uh, I was going to yeah. say, he came back further. Like, he came into the 20th century earlier than we thought.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> and he came back hungry.
1: Exactly. So she's, oh, my God. Uh, I don't suppose you're open to discussion on this. Arrgh. My sonic powers are useless against it, but maybe when she, you know, hits him, crack, and kicks him, whap. And um, and it's so fast, got to get out of the way. And he lands on top of her and, the, you know, the drooling teeth are edging closer to her face, starting to black out. I'll die. My baby. No not my baby if i can just reach and she grabs a, a log from the fire and boom and burns it burns him in the face
0: <laughs> and uh, he goes he, up
1: really quickly like he really does
0: yeah like, like, like he's like got to have like a bad case of dry skin or something like yeah whoosh. yeah
1: it's it's perhaps straw that he grows enough fur. um Maybe. And, and, he was and, yeah. bathing
2: in the fuel pods from the ship he found it before. <laughs> he is he's like oh not... what's this
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's
0: not moisturizing. He's oh, not conditioning. of all times to wear the uh, to
1: wear the uh, the kerosene aftershave. Um, and she thinks, "Sorry, Pal, but you started it, and nothing will ever harm my baby." All right, back to Legion HQ on the planet Karen, and there's screams coming out, and it is from Lydia. Uh, Doc says, "Computer tyrants used extreme and brutal techniques to mold her mind." but now they are undone. She is almost ready for restructuring. This proved invaluable with the Kaluans, and uh, he arms up the uh, Enhanced Charisma program, ready to run. And Vril Dox, he hears from behind him, is just as he's about to hit the Proceed program, but then he ends up pressing the Quit button, which quits the program. What can I do for you, Comet? We're here to protest what you're doing to that girl. It's cruel. Inhuman. We want you to stop and set her free. This is no concern of yours. Get out of here. No, I won't move from this spot until you hear me out. And if I make you move, go ahead. Try. And hey, Mary Jane, <laughs> thanks so much for our reason to Lasted about a panel. That's pretty good for docs. Yeah, it's not totally. bad. Totally. We uh, get to the next page, and we see the uh, station um, and the, all of the little life pods are bombing towards it. Commander Devla, to all, to all units, maximum alert. Our outer defenses have been penetrated. Assume battle stations. Next issue, battle.
0: Battle. Mm-hmm.
1: And the issue after that, stations. <laughs> station! <laughs> station. Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Nick, Nick, if that bill and ted join
1: yes exactly <laughs> man it was neat to see uh kitson back
0: mm-hmm. it was and i love him inking himself i was just gonna say
1: exactly that it's like there's a really thick line that he uses and it looks mm-hmm. fantastic
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like all the details are just brought yeah. right out
1: yeah yeah no it's uh, it's it's great to see him uh It's great to see him back in the book. Fern was an able replacement, but oh uh, yeah, nothing wrong with Fern, but yeah, but it's Kitson. Kitson. I mean,
2: and I don't know if this was an issue that Kitson had before. Maybe he got better since, or was somebody else? It was the other artist. I forget what issues it was, but the transitions are a lot better here, or at least like yes, the scenes actually feel like they ended before the we jump to the next scene.
1: Yeah, I, I find, uh, you, you raise a good point there. I've I, I found that with some of the issues where there's odd scene jumps and, uh, and and it's like, oh, they were done the page so they just had to end it there. and uh, And it doesn't feel like the scene ended. And I know that's a thing they say for writers, like get out of a scene before it ends kind of thing. But it needs to, you know, that just means don't stay there too long. And, um, and, and you know, there's there's, there's uh, it's a thing. Uh, I was listening to an interview with Aaron Sorkin. He was talking about how he had, uh, they, when they did the Hartsfield landing reading, they had uh, edited a couple of the scenes. And one of the things he did was he look, would look at the scene and he would say, what's the last line? How does the scene work without it? And if it worked, he would take it out. It sometimes has felt like they were like, we got to take out the last line. Well, it doesn't work anymore. That's okay. We just we took out the last line. <laughs> and so transitions have been awkward, but in this it it was paced really well. And yeah. uh,
2: they even have even the writing was better. Like the the last part of the phase 1 is about nothing will harm my baby, and then we see something happening to Larissa's baby.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's 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 much more parallel stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah.
0: Well, and they're they're working together, right? Like so they're Yeah. they're co-plotting. They're probably working the story beats out together. So it's it's easier it's easier to craft that sort of thing than when you're working with
1: 100%. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, your artist often like just working from a script that's that's delivered True. to him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, when they're working together on this,
2: they're able to do this a lot better. Because, I mean, I'm looking at... I'm skimming through it, and, like, we have the part, like, where we go from the little party on the pl- planet Ogden, and then they go right to the call with Strata, and then we stay on the other side of the call. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
2: Yes. Mary Jane and Comet, and continue off them. So like, it's, it works so much better here. It, like, yeah, you're right. So yeah, much.
1: yeah. It, it actually... It, it's a much smoother transition, so... Yeah, and it just yeah again, it just looked great. I thought the uh, oh, you yeah. know, it's it's uh, it, you know, just his his layouts are are great and yeah, and not too overpowering as things were starting to become again.
2: Mm-hmm. No, this is good. I, I'm just wondering something now. Try remember how long was Giffen on the book.
1: Um, Giffen? He was there.
2: Through, I know he was there for at least the introduction of the Eye, but did we have Beck actually controlled by the Eye under him?
0: I don't think so. Giffen was there up through issue 12. Okay, then. And I think like the Eye was introduced and then um, I I I, I think he got... Well, he got the plot line rolling. Like, he... Yes. He started it off, because there was parallels to what he had done with, with the Empress yeah. um, well, at the end of also, Legion.
2: Well, because I was also thinking here, parallels with what he does with Guy Gardner in, just, in JLI, how with Beck, how, like, you get these characters who are kind of the more unlikable ones. Yeah. And then you do something to change their personality the opposite way. Still as annoying...
0: But <laughs> in
2: completely different ways. I mean Guy went from being the me me almost like a lobo character to the annoyingly sweet, friendly guy.
0: Right. Here we yeah. we
2: to similar Beck. Like Beck starts up as a really annoying whiny guy and turns into really annoying arrogant guy.
1: Yeah, so um the eye kind of showed up around twelve.
2: So but I was just trying to remember how much of that was given here.
1: Yeah, so he was on that issue. Um, 13, let me open it up. Um, 13 was, yeah, Giffen was gone with issue 13. So So, we had the eye. Um, So either it's
2: all Grant or Giffen left notes. And that could be, like, it it
1: could be that they had discussed how they wanted that to go. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm looking back at this, and it was... uh, when Mark McKenna was inking Kitson, and it's not nearly as uh, strong. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, the eye was just starting to control him, but he, um, yeah. So, so, um, I, I, I think it was more passive before that. Okay, Um, because in in 12, which was Giffen's last issue, that's where we have the cover where where uh, where he's all like, you know, hands over his face as it uh, as it blasts someone. Um, Oh, yeah, that's right. So he says about how the eye seems to have formed an attachment to him um, with Giffen's last issue. And and that's pretty much it. Um, Yeah, so. how he's trying to guard his thoughts with it. So clearly okay, yeah, they, they were headed in that direction. And. Um, yeah,
2: just it's more questionable here. How much was comes from given.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it does seem that that was the plan initially. And then uh, uh, Grant just kind of ran with it. Yeah.
2: And very possible too. So just something I noticed when we were talking about how we're saying Beck was becoming more like himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe that's, uh, yeah, you know, he, he, he needed a change, that's for sure. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, he needs to move from being one note to two notes.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And now he'll be r- part of
0: a, sorry, now he'll be part of a, a love triangle, so he'll get like a, a third note.
1: Exactly. Maybe. And uh, yeah, well, oh, we got a we got a good run of stuff coming up. Oh yeah, good run of stuff, and um, yeah, just yeah, I mean, Kitson just gets better and better as as this goes on. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 much fun to be had.
0: Yes, there is
1: cool. a couple of cool Let ads me... too. They have um,
0: there's an ad for. Uh, the Justice Society miniseries that came out like just before
1: oh, they the got, got one? their
0: own. Uh, or the eight issue was like their. Mm, no, this is. No, I'm mean, sorry. I, I think eight. this is. Yeah, eight, five or eight. I think.
2: Is this the one with like all the creators that were going to be doing the Impact books, like Len Krasinski and Mike Parabek? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah yeah this is like what they did because they had to do something because the impact line got delayed a little bit so they did this to give them all something to have have them doing while they had to push off on that
1: basically to keep them under contract yeah 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 and um yeah it was it was a good series
2: oh yeah that was my first like real introduction to the jsa Mm -hmm.
1: that's and it was a good one i i really liked uh straczynski writing them um because he would, of course, go on to do that. Um...
0: He did the the follow up ongoing.
1: Yeah, which was which was awesome. Oh, yes, with yeah. the, the paraback art. Yeah. Yeah, on the, yeah. Every
2: issue, which was yeah, that was good. Seriously. Yeah.
1: That was that
2: uh-huh. was such a shame that they. I mean, like I don't know that... what they were talking about. Like I was that prime age of what they wanted at that time. I was like sixteen or something or something. Yeah, 15, yeah. I'm like I was all in on that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Kids don't want to read this. I do. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, that yep. was and good. Some of us had been reading that stuff uh, when it was in All-Star Squadron and loving it. Totally. Yeah,
0: totally. And then there's an ad for the Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale Challengers of the Unknown Mini.
1: Oh, yeah. So that was <laughs> their, that was their first DC work.
0: Yes. Starring Pierre Elliott Trudeau.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just thinking that. The, uh, their uh, sales version of, of the Prof character is very, uh, very Trudeau-ish. <laughs> yeah,
1: I could, a... I could see that, yeah. Um, the, um, yeah, so I, 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 I think I only, I don't know that I read that whole series and I kind of regretted it because I, I liked the beginning of it and then I missed an issue and that was it. And I just wasn't, yeah. I was never able to find it. Um, but yeah it's, that was that was good stuff
0: yeah i liked it i have it all it's all sitting away noise downstairs to read that. it is a good one
2: i think i read i think i bought like the first issue or two but i missed the rest of it for some reason
0: yeah yeah no it's a good it's a good story uh i think people have mostly ignored it since since because it kind of It kind of does that everything you knew is wrong approach or, or, um, uh, um, with the team sort of like it kind Mm -hmm. of, uh, I think, I think all their, all their earlier adventures happened, but they happened in like comic book form sort of so they could reboot the characters. Yeah.
2: Kind of. It probably was easy to forget, drop that, because, I mean, they really don't get much play after that, from what I remember. And then there's that other challenger yeah. series that came out a couple years later. Was that the shaken one? Um, oh, there was that uh, one, too. I forgot about that. Because yeah. I'm thinking of the one that was part of the Mil- Superman Millennium Giants crossover with, like, I think Scare Tactics might have been part of that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, John Paul Leon did art. And I'm trying to remember who that who the writer was um but you're right it was during like yeah scare tactics and i want to say dan raspler was probably the editor um but that was with a different group of characters
1: yeah right oh yes 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 yeah but
0: they brought in the, the originals eventually i don't know challengers they they call up every couple of years and dust them off and...
1: yeah exactly
0: oh here here it is let's
2: see i'm looking at it yeah i'm looking at found out the second series the one i was talking about that was part of that millennium giants february 97 to july 98 let's see who wrote yeah. that first issue stephen grant and len kaminsky wrote it and john paul leone was the penciler right right yeah yeah
0: hmm, it was right. a
2: good it, it
0: was it was all right yeah i might yeah. Have...
2: Go back and look for that. I mean, I do like, I did like his work on uh, Earth X. Oh, for John Paul Yeah, yeah,
1: uh-huh. yeah. Oh, neat.
0: Excellent. righty. So that is this issue. And next issue is a battle. Yes. Battle, battle, battle. Fight, fight, mm-hmm. fight.
1: That's right. Exactly. Excellent. All righty. So to uh, get a hold of us, folks. You can start filling the mailbag again. Uh, send your, uh, your uh, comments to us at legion of substitute podcasters at gmail.com. Uh, you can, um, hey, you know, you can talk about the, uh, the episode on, uh, on the Facebook group for uh, legion of substitute podcasters. Um, you can also head over to the legion of substitute podcasters website. Legion of Substitute podcasterscom where you can leave a uh, comment on this or any of the episodes.
0: Excellent. And that is it for us this week. We will see you all next. F-R-I-D-A-Y.
1: Ooh, you've switched it up. I know. Holy. Um I, I I I I oh I'm 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 lost now. It's just it's just <laughs> thrown me. It's just drove me. G O O D B Y E.
2: F A R V E L <laughs>